0: companies, and etc. that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on our episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to masks and your orthotep in the Egypt chapter. And so, uh, we have an uh, awful lot to get to tonight. And so, uh, at first, we'd like to thank all our, our listeners and all of our supporters who help keep the show going. We greatly appreciate your support and your listening ears. So, with that said, we will begin introductions to my right.
1: This is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea. And yeah, think th- things are things.
0: Things are things. <laughs> to Miss O'Shea's right.
2: This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane. And there is a really tall man walking into the room.
3: It's very true. At the end of the table. This is Jake. I'll be playing Jack Doyle. And looks like we're having a conversation with the devil tonight. Indeed, it does appear that way to Jack's right. This is James. I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund
4: Tottenbach, And um, honestly, he seems like a nice fellow. I'm sure it's just a tea and a
0: conversation. I'll be on his way. And last but most certainly not least. Uh, this is
5: Alex playing sample, who is prepared to find out.
0: Yep, that's good, because uh, it's time to find out. Uh, so when last we left, our uh, investigators, they had found their way into an upper chamber inside a very old pyramid. And after passing through an amazingly wonderful uh, Arabian archway, they'd inspected a space there with uh, many astrological symbols on the wall, maps strange writings which some of them had deciphered. Uh, The doctor had even done a little inspection of a rather large room. And uh, when they'd finally covered all of the nooks and crannies of that room, uh, they were well, interrupted by a guest. A rather tall guest in uh, all the sort of pharaonic trappings that one could imagine. And as this gentleman, this Being walked through that archway, he'd sealed the opening behind him as the rocks melted and then melded into a shape just like magic. And the figure walks forward all the way to the throne until he inexorably turns to face the room, eyeing you just slightly, Sigmund, as he sits down. Sigmund backs away from the throne. He's a little too close to the big guy's chair for comfort. He leans forward just slightly, putting a resting one of his arms there on the throne. You see the air still rippling behind him. You get that sort of mirage
6: out of the desert feeling. And he says, I'd like to congratulate you all on making it here. Very few have managed such a feat. Well, thank you. You're welcome, Mr. Drone.
0: You find it a little strange that he knows your name for just a moment. He's the devil, so... (laughs) He is rather tall. Eight, maybe eight and a half feet tall. He's not so much wide, um, but he does have a a fair, decent, muscular structure to support such a frame. He's covered in... uh, the traditional mantle of a pharaoh. He wears a headdress of uh, upper and lower Egypt. He has a beautiful inverted ankh that sits on the centerpiece of that crown. And he looks at you as if
3: you're his subjects. You can tell. So you uh, would be Nefren Ka or the black pharaoh or both?
6: Names are what you make them, Jack. If you feel better calling me Nephron Kha, then please do. If the more formal Black Pharaoh is a title you prefer, then I am not here to debate you on which one you should use. You could call me any one of a thousand names. In fact, I have been called many names. Like the Whisperer in Darkness? The pharaoh smiles. Indeed, Sam, like the whisper in darkness, I think it's important for all of you to understand that there is choice at the core of any of this. What will transpire? You've been set upon this merry chase by someone who came to know me at some point. You're lives Crusader, you will. With a pen rather than a sword, but Crusader all the same. He sought to uncover some very important secrets, he thought. He scribbled them down in these little books. As humans are wont to do. It all came apart from him, unfortunately, though. Actually... I don't know that that part's unfortunate. I think it is. For you? A fortune or fate doesn't truly guide my existence. Fate might guide yours.
4: Or not. Well, then we have purpose, and you do not. It must be
6: a lonely existence. Lonely? No. No. I have you. All of you. For whatever brief time I get with you. That's what this is about, really. This is what Carlisle came for, too. He came for secrets. He came for things that man could not teach them. It's no different than the information in your tones. Those scribblings are all... Traces at the edges of what true power and information is. You seek mystery. I have many to show. I do see that you are without some of the brave souls that started this journey. I wish I could say that I knew that they would all survive, but I can't. I can't be certain any new you will survive. That's the best part. Why are you toying with us? I want you to understand that what you are doing now is madness. You are attempting to change history, which has already been written. You are attempting to win a battle you do not have the power to fight I truly wish your lives were something better than that. Seems a fool's errand. You stand against me. Why? I have everything to offer you. Why? Because somebody has to. But why, Mr. Doyle? Why does someone have to?
4: Otherwise you will plunge the world into darkness that mankind was not
6: meant to endure. And, And who told you this? Your
4: very presence tells us this. A normal man does not melt stone to keep an audience around him. That is how scientists do to rats. I am not a rat. But I warn you, if you make me into a rat, there is no justice for cats when they're outnumbered.
6: Hmm? No, I think that I offer very few people in life what I would offer each one of you. A path, a method, a way to change your life. Does any one of you truly want to be doing this? Do you you want to be chasing around the world, pulling its strings? Getting your friends killed? Sacrificing time with your family? It seems so irrational. It, It has to be done. Says who,
3: Mr. Doyle? Says us.
6: I wonder very deeply if you had not gone to Peru, if that would still be true. Could be right. What say you then? All of you. I will make you an offer. A simple one, but yet one that is truly worthwhile. A blessing that only I could give. He turns to you, Maeve.
0: And you each sort of, in this same sort of time frame see him turn to each one of you directly to you maybe he says
6: your father is lost beyond space and time he exists as a form of energy he sits at the edge of the universe in pain every moment of his existence because of his attempts with magic he is not half of what you are. I would bring him back for you, for your mother, that they could live together in peace. Put down this worrisome meddlesome with what I do. Forget me.
1: As much as this whole thing has been for me to retrieve my father as it is to stop this madness, it also tells me that you might be worried about the power that I have or who I
6: follow you truly think your earthborn snake worries me
1: maybe not me or maybe not him but doesn't mean he doesn't have allies and it doesn't mean I haven't had some effect I will find another way to get him I don't need you
6: are you certain
0: you see one of the walls shattered. <laughs> You become this beautiful, glowing portal. You see the cosmos in it. Planets. You see things you cannot explain. And at the edge there, at the edge of existence, on this rim of black and white, you see a humanoid form. And you can hear this static every time the form turns.
6: Put this down, and I will bring him back. His one failing was being human. He loved your mother so much. You can end this now.
1: I was also told that all of this was put in place to get to me in the first place. That my mother being tormented my father being taken away it's all to get to me probably to stop me from being here in the first place I'm not going to do it
0: Lillian you hear a voice in your head Lillian it's immediately recognizable as Lawrence's voice
6: the pharaoh turns to you tell me Miss Lane do you feel bad still Do you have regret over your friend's death?
2: Um, His death was not my fault. His death was the fault of you and Edward Gavigan.
6: Poor Edward. Truly, no, the fault was Lawrence's. Not mine or Edward's. Lawrence couldn't stop himself from charging into the fray again and again and again. That was the sort of person he was, wasn't it?
2: I, I think that's the type of person... Most of us on this team are.
6: Would it surprise you to know that one of you, one of your friends, has the ability to bring him back to life? And they have not.
2: Really, when somebody dies, should they be brought back to life? Should that be a power we wield?
6: I suppose that is a question for the person wielding it, isn't it? It,
2: it is. I mean. If somebody passes on and their soul passes on, when they come back, are they the same person?
6: You presuppose that people have souls. Fascinating.
2: Maybe not everybody has a soul, but I that that is a belief I have.
6: My offer to you, Miss Lane, is very simple. It's twofold. It's very important. I would give you your friend back in an instant. Without cost to you in the slightest. I would also unravel very terrible, long-term bane that has been put on you. One that perhaps haunts your dreams. The violins that you hear. The inexorable pull that you are now linked to.
2: You mean my supposed fate? Uh, no,
6: no. No, no. Not just the fate. But the thing that wields it.
2: Oh, the, um... The book? Are we talking of the book?
6: If you would like to make it so common as a book.
2: I I, I don't think it's right to bring anybody back. That's not for me to decide. If somebody dies, they should stay dead.
6: Well, never let it be said that you did not have the ability to bring someone back. It may, may back to haunt you one day. And if this means that you'll be uh, declining my offer, then all of the hope in your human world won't be enough for what awaits you.
2: I decide my own fate, not some wannabe god from wherever you are from.
6: Miss Lane, let's be clear, you're an ant. And should I choose to, I'll just crush you.
2: But Doesn't fate already have something else in store for me?
6: If I allow it, yes. I could crush you and bring you back, right now.
2: Maybe you can. I'm I'm sure you can.
6: You're sure, even from a wannabe god? Do you feel the stones tremble under your feet? I like you, Miss Lane. I think you have heart.
0: Jack, you feel the presence immediate when he looks at you.
6: Mr. Doyle, what I would offer you is rest. You've been at this a long time, yes? You have family in Chicago? You have a partner? Or did? I have some very keen insights that would help you unravel a very old case, perhaps put you back on the path of being a detective. And beyond that, I would do you the biggest favor that I could give truly any one of your species i would give you back the gift of ignorance i would wipe the board clean you'd never remember any of these creatures these things that you've seen these experiences with the power cosmics what lay beyond human comprehension that is a gift you cannot put a price on light
3: a cigarette take a drag you don't really get it do you you already gave me the best gifts you can give someone you didn't have to do anything you gave me a purpose huh. and i would not trade that for anything
6: very well mr doyle Your somewhat misguided purpose will be a downfall then it will be a downfall We'll see whose. Sigmund, I worry that you're more interested in having a philosophical conversation. I'll just make this very simple. You have people that you care about. You all do. But you have something that you care about slightly more than that on the inside. You you care about the arc of humanity.
4: Well, yeah. I am a human and it is my
6: treasure to do so. There are several... Medical advancements that will be coming in the new age this age man is in now. I would be willing to share them with you. Significant medical advancements. You would be able to save countless lives. Mm. The power to save. Countless humans.
4: Countless people. All I have to do is acquiesce to you mood. What? town? Perhaps serve you? Or just be afraid? No.
6: Serve? No. No, no. Be afraid. It's unnecessary. Walk away. That is what is important. Go back to Lily and all of your wonderful patients in Chicago. I keep my eye on them often. Well, I'm glad that they are being watched over by
4: someone so magnanimous as yourself. But I'm afraid that I must decline your offer. And I do not think that I do not appreciate it, but truth be told, you made a mistake, my friend. You mentioned Lily, and I would never be able to look her in the eye again if I agreed to any of that. Faust was a fool I will not I do not think you will find me to be such a fool but you know what perhaps you are just used to dealing with people that are not as intelligent and that is okay you don't get out much I would imagine dark means back against the wall I get out all the time well then you should get out
0: but this is my home Oh, there's an open door, and I'd be happy to leave. Sam, when the pharaoh turns to you, uh, he does so in a a way that seems to show he he sort of inclines his head a little bit, as if he is regarding you with a, a rather careful calculation. I'm staring at the floor right now.
5: But if I feel, if I feel him looking, I will probably, Sam, Sam will
0: look up. His gaze is impossible to not feel when it is
6: on you directly. As as someone already in the service of the Pharaoh, it is important, I think, that you understand the offer I will make to you. I understand you believe I am your enemy. And while that may be true, only I can offer you the power to fight beings beyond the cosmos. If you truly want to make a difference, if you truly want to, as you have said to others, as you have spoke about in the dreams you've clutched. That you want to do something for humanity's sake. Then the weapon, the blade there is it's just the beginning. Uh, I dig around in my, uh, my
5: messenger bag for the notes that I wrote on the train when I was talking to the doctor
6: mm-hmm.
5: and I, I kind of rapidly flipped through a few of them and mumbled some things to myself and nod uh, you asked why we must do this why we feel compelled to do this and before my encounter with Omar I would have said the reason that I that Sam came into existence would have been the result of this struggle, this fight with you. But Omar ruined that for me when he broke down the wall between my lives and now I am plagued with memories and choices and consequences that I have to take on as my own. Now, is this how you dupe your charges, how you break their minds and warp their wills? You you, simple bargains? If you knew what I wanted, you would know that I will revel in the pleasure of destabilizing your power. And that if we are to accept that any of the people we're dealing with are at all useful to you, that they are idiots in service of an otherworldly malintent. You are the thing behind the men. And if if you are so willing to mire yourself amongst the irrelevant maggots of humanity to meet your goals, whatever those may be, it means that you understand humanity and the motivations that drive us like power, greed, self-exceptionalism, the relief of ignorance in exchange for universal truths and power that are just destined to drive you to madness, but not before not before you take their minds. So no, you, like the cowards you seem to employ, have a horrible habit of letting your egos do the talking for you. And as I have been repeatedly reminded we mere mortals are insignificant and impotent before your power and your grand might. You could snuff me out of existence and remove me as a nuisance with less than a thought. So the only reason you would have to make me such an offer would be to amuse yourself with whatever perpetual torture you've tempted me into walking into willingly. So I'm afraid you'll have to carry on knowing that the power that you've shared with me will ultimately be utilized to flay the skin from the spineless skeleton meat suits you call followers." And I'm certain you'll take pleasure in the chaos that will ensue,
6: sir. With no question. Every time, every time you pick that blade up, you do so in honor and service of me. It is such an exhilaration. I enjoy it. Truly.
5: If it's going to be a thorn in my side, it'll be a thorn in yours as well.
6: I'll be there, Sam, in the darkness, just waiting. Very well. He brings his
0: hand together and you hear a powerful clap. You realize you're all very, very thirsty. You're not certain what's happened. But you've you've all sort of come out of just speaking with him.
6: If you see fit to say no... Allow me to show you what awaits you. He casts his hand to the one of the walls. Look at the fate of the people who sat here before you. Is it possible not to look?
0: Yeah, if you're going to resist looking, it's a power roll. Okay, I'm going to try because okay. I don't trust it at I'm all. I'm going to contest your power roll. Oh, this suck. Uh,
5: that is a hard success, 21 under 50.
0: You resist for the first three or four seconds. And you feel your body. You feel you lose control. Of your upper portion of your body. And so those of you around. Who who watch Sam inexorably turn. And you're all welcome to f- physically resist. You, you all inexorably turn to this other wall. The wall where the astrological chart was. And you see. A, a jungle scene. And you see a campfire and you see people you've seen in photographs before. You see Roger, Carla.
1: Only because I've looked at it like several, several times. Are there any markers that would suggest that this is the same area that the picture was taken of the blacked out area? Okay.
0: Yep. You you recognize it instantly. Mm -hmm. Okay. You see all of the expedition and After a moment or two, you begin to see there in the fading light, this sort of dusk scene. You begin to see creatures rush out of the brush, misshapen, multi-appendaged. And they, for several of the Carlisle investigation, they begin and they're associated guides and travel people they begin ripping them apart physically clawing into them and ripping their flesh you watch multiple people uh, fall you hear the bites the crunching of bones the screams Um, even for those of you who are war veterans even for those of you who are very cold emotionally this is an exceedingly difficult scene to watch, and you're not able to turn away from it. And you'll all roll sanity.
7: Seventeen under
3: thirty-eight. Forty one under forty seven. Heart success eighteen under fifty one. Okay. Seventy
2: eight out of forty nine. Okay. Forty four out of thirty seven.
0: So for those of you who passed you lose three sanity. So it's it's really it's very peaceful the scene until scores of these sort of wing light winged snakes appear. You have seen them before. The horrors. You watch these horrors come from the sky and then come from the ground. Frightful creatures. Uh, so Lillian, you will lose three sanity. And this O'Shea, you lose one.
1: Yes! Take that for a dollar.
6: It was a very beneficial role for you. Even the brave knew their lot. We You hear his voice overhead. All the doors are closed to you now. All that is left is doom and struggle.
0: And the vision on the wall fades. And the presence leaves the room. The gems extinguish now it's very dark in here. The wall.
2: Is the doors open?
0: No.
1: Our lives were already doom and struggle, but go be scary. I say as I like start, turn on a flashlight, start looking for a way out.
2: Why would he not take the opportunity to just kill us where we stand? Our-
1: um, Because he's going to take more joy at like playing with us and holding us at the end of a string and making us scared. Not saying that we shouldn't be and we shouldn't be wary because, I mean, he can do anything at any time within reason. Well, I mean, within his limits because every one of them has limits. You know, whether it's butting up against another god or not. I just want to get out of here. I mean, and questioning why one of these beings does anything is not a logical question ever
3: well if he said he wanted to be entertained i mean right what's more entertaining than uh watching us struggle against his uh machinations
1: yeah it just means the next person we're going up against is going to be harder and more scary and then yeah i did get some good information off the walls though but we need to talk about that
3: yeah I got once pic- we get I, out of I, here i got pictures of everything so we can
7: is gonna go over and begin examining the wall that melted together mm-hmm. and looking at how it's put together because okay. stone should not flow like that <laughs> and uh, just just chemically speaking that, that can't be sustainable
0: <laughs> okay
7: you go over and take a look at it mm-hmm. Give it a few taps uh, I need some light over here anyone yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. look at uh, is there mortar? Here? Uh, there is a slight bit of mortar. There's, uh, it seems to have, the, the mortar that was part of the original wall work has melted together. And there are these very distinct, five very distinct lines that run down. They're almost grooves.
7: Mm-hmm. i tap across the wall, see if I can find a spot that sounds, well, you know, not hollow, but different. If there's anywhere... Tap,
0: tap, 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 tap. No, you don't really hear anything that's different. It seems pretty solid. I said, we're going to have to get ourselves out of here.
2: I go wander over by the doctor and I start pushing along the wall. Is there any, any indentations or anything to push on?
0: I mean, there's uh, some mortar lines. There's, uh, as you guys take a look with the, the lights in this area, there are five rather symmetrical mortar lines that run vertically now on this rock face.
1: So there's got to be a latch or something.
0: See if I can did,
7: wedge my cane tip in there, yeah. the metal part,
0: into one of the the vertical grooves. The vertical grooves maybe no more than a foot long. It's not very deep. It seems to, at the bottom, seems to well a little bit, like there's an indentation.
1: Yeah, like there was a drop down, maybe.
3: Did we uh, bring our mining tools in with us? Uh, I'm going to say that
0: you, you did bring tools with you, too. Yeah. The, the place. So I would say that there's a fair yeah. guess that you'd have some. Yeah. Well, I
3: guess we're going to have to dig our way out of here.
1: Um, I'm going to look at the archway and see if there's any like way to find like a button, a lever, something to slide, rock to turn.
0: Yeah. Why don't you, if you're looking at the archway and stuff like that, why don't you give me a hard spot hit and roll?
1: Don't fail me now, dude. Okay, I don't no, like no. these dice you gave what me. Did I just? Say? No, hang on,
0: hang on, hang on. <laughs> What was the roll?
1: 63 out of 75.
0: Right, very good. I will allow you to re-roll via the hand of fate. Just
1: advantage or re-roll? Yeah, just re-roll. That's a 40 out of 75.
0: Okay, so you would need to spend some luck to make it a hard success if that's what you wanted. Four.
1: Okay, I can do that.
0: Okay. So you realize something as you're sort of looking at these these vertical lines in the mortar here. Uh, they're all symmetrical, and they're all about a foot or so long. And you think that they might correspond to the five people in the room.
1: Okay, so are they like up the archway, or no? They're
0: about they're about at a five foot height level. They run about a foot vertically. Oh, okay. And there are these. It's almost like dashes that are
1: okay. Oh, uh, well, so what kind of symbols are there symbols
0: mm-hmm. no it's just a groove it's one of them shaped like
7: me only like an outline no it's like a tunnel I can go <laughs> into <laughs> no okay. that, that holds mine <laughs> uh,
1: okay so there's five of us there's five of these lines so we either all need to push at the same time it slide it up at the same time I
3: mean okay yeah let's do that uh, everyone it, hands it sounds better than digging our way out yeah hands on
7: everyone does it look like a, does it. Does look like a trap. It could be a trap. This whole place looks like a damn trap.
3: <laughs> I mean, right now we're trapped. So, <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, you said that there are grooves. Uh, I will worse. take. I will take the torch and kind of look into them to
1: see. Uh, does it just
5: go? Does it just go into darkness, or does there is there just no, uh, this?
1: They're, they're just like scrapes, right? You said well, like dashes. They're, they're,
0: they're dashes, so they're they're about we'll say, uh, half an inch wide by maybe an inch deep at most. Okay, then sure. I'll push. You're pushing along too, Lillian? Bam. Okay, very good. So I would like a group luck roll.
1: <gasps> that's it. James. Damn
3: it, James.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, I'm I'm going to place you at advantage for this roll. Oh, good. Is it Um, it's under my current luck?
7: Correct. Okay. Uh, well, that's a 37 over 3 so uh 22 <laughs> over okay
0: three <laughs> so <laughs> you push and push and as you all push uh doctor the stone bites into your hand son of a <laughs> uh and <Sheiza. laughs> you lose two hit points hmm. You feel it bite into your flesh. Is
7: that all you've had?
1: I
0: literally dropped to a knee and keel <laughs> over. <laughs> oh.
3: I don't feel so... Fuck. You've got, you've got a couple of hit points.
1: No, that's all he... Yeah, that's all he had. I'm
3: literally at zero Reminds now. fall over.
1: Uh, okay, first first aid. aid. I strained. <laughs> chamber, Everybody's like pressing first aid, against
0: first the aid. door <laughs> first aid. First aid. Okay, so which one of you is going to do first aid?
1: Hold on. What my first aid's at fifty
0: five. Wouldn't know which one of you is doing first aid. I don't know. It'll be me.
2: Yeah. It'll be It'll me. Be the nurse. I got him. Damn it, doctor. He had a hard
0: success, of thirty over sixty-five. Okay, um, over the next ten minutes, Doc, you regain a hit point. Oh,
2: fantastic.
0: <laughs> uh, while, while the care is being taken, just out of
5: curiosity, was there any was there any uh, progress made on moving anything? Or
0: yes, actually. Uh, so, the Doc, when when his hand gets bit by this stonework, right, when you can see that there's a a chunk of flesh and now blood that runs through this specific. Slash line, the specific port in the mortar. And you can tell that it's welling down in there now. And now there's almost this sort of
3: phosphorescent glow to that marker. Oh,
1: when I see that I'm gonna cut my cut my hand.
3: I'm going to nick my thumb and smear it down it. <laughs> okay. So um Lillian, while you're you're administrating aid, other
0: people begin forcibly bleeding. It's <laughs> everywhere. It's a little it's
1: Well, a little how much blood do we think? is needed is it you're just not, like a figure you not really sure well, how much blood did the doctor
2: donate
7: well he donated quite a bit actually two hit points is quite a bit come on Lillian join us everyone's bleeding
2: okay. <laughs> is there any like blood showing from the doctor because maybe I'll take some of his and put it on the
0: stone and it's uh, <laughs> wow <laughs> we're not really in a position to argue but uh, really, uh, why don't we just <laughs> pour him over all of
2: it
1: because <laughs> that's not going to work that's not how magic works that's not how any of this works
0: no so you're you You're going to what cut your, your hand?
1: Yeah, because I'm gonna assume that it's gonna take more blood than like just poking your finger. Mm-hmm. I mean, my experience with things, uh, Lady E's book, oh the circle of warding, sure. all that stuff.
0: Okay, so you can pour some blood into this hole. You'll lose a hit point. Yeah. Um, in expected. doing so, uh, the left and the right hand side of this section of the wall have raised up a little bit. You can tell and they've responded to the blood by receding. And that's progress, Jack.
3: Okay. So, so my little nick wasn't enough, huh? It
0: doesn't seem like it, now. God damn it. All right, fine. Cut my palm. hmm Do yourself point of damage. Mm-hmm. And
3: then smeared through the. Uh, mm-hmm. um, by the
0: by, by, this time, Miss Lane, you have patched <laughs> the doctor up enough that um, he he will probably not
3: bleed to death, which is a bonus. Lillian, you're going to have to make a, a little small sacrifice.
2: Suppose. Do you have a knife or anything yeah. that
3: I can use? You have a hatchet. <laughs> um,
0: so you um, you're going to cut yourself, Lillian?
2: Yeah, I grab a scalpel out of the doctor's bag okay. and cut myself. You You're bleed. No I know. You,
0: you, I want
1: your hip point or your magic points.
0: <laughs> Hush, cultist. You you um, sacrifice and you bleed. And so there are now four slightly red, slightly glowing lines on the wall. I'm actually standing in front
5: of the throne right now while there's talk about bleeding what's the situation in the rest of the room so as far as I understood this throne was like heavily ornamented and there's all sorts of glorious accoutrement everywhere yeah I pull the blade and I would like to deface his throne
0: oh sure yeah go give it a whack if that's what you'd like I give it a whack
5: I give it a whack on on one of the precious stones that are that are adorning it
0: okay you give it you get a full hard hit and all you get is a rushing vibration up your arm and shoulder. The throne doesn't budge. The blade (laughs) doesn't budge. And so you get sort of this resonant tone that goes through the room and some pretty immediate tennis elbow. I spit. I go over to the door. Or the wall, anyway. Where your friends have been bleeding on? I will pull... I'll pull the
5: leg of my right pant up and add to the row of scars that are already there. Okay. So I add
0: a seventh. And slather some blood on the wall. After all five of your precious vitae is present, the archway melds back up and becomes the same Arabian archway it was when you walked in. Except now, it's colored red.
2: Um, I think we should get out of here.
0: Yeah, I agree. So exiting the space is relatively easy. Walking back down the stairs, exiting the white pillar, and then finding your way through the false burial room to the west entrance is simple. You are not obstructed or uh, stopped in any way, shape, or form. Occasionally rely on either Maeve or Jack
7: when, you know, you feel a little woozy from <laughs> being pretty much on E, but, uh, you know, follow along with them.
0: Okay. And then I would suppose after you hit the west entrance, where, since you've brought all the stuff with you, you know, you're you not going back to the safe house in Cairo. That's no. gone. You're in Darshur now. Mm-hmm. What is the next
3: step? Well, uh, I guess we can discuss that as we, uh, ride away from the pyramid. Sure. And back to our cheap little hotel.
0: Sure.
7: Probably give the doctor a chance to rest up. Does anyone have any water? I'm
3: quite thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a canteen. Thank you. Um, uh, I don't know what else, what are we going to do? Are we going to find, do something else here? Or are we going to leave or what are we going to do? You had mentioned wanting to find the expedition. Yeah, I don't know if we need to find the expedition now. Based on what
5: Jan uh, Willem was saying and what we've just seen, there's no telling what role they were meant to play or they are meant to play. And if we're looking to clean things up here, they're an
3: unresolved thread. Yeah, but they're just uh, archaeologists, even if they know exactly what Gavigan and the Penhu Foundation was doing. They're just another uh, splinter of uh dark brotherhood here
0: hey
1: doctor what was the date on the chronometers that uh, you figured out
0: what you mean is what's the date that yeah. was given on the uh, astrological right right yeah have I had a chance to figure that out yes. yeah
1: okay. the future date yeah I mm-hmm. thought we figured that out
0: I
7: you, tell- you did yes I tell her I have it written down in my journal <laughs> I assume yeah
0: Um, I'm sorry I'm a little late at the moment <laughs> let me look that up it's- January 14th, 1926.
1: Okay. That date is the same date that was on the astrological wall. So we have a
7: time limit to that. Yeah.
1: I think we have one sooner than that. As always is a prophecy. There is a child that will be born that vast destruction will herald his birth. He's going to be born uh, in the mountain of the black wind.
3: Okay. But if the vast destruction is going to herald his birth, we have to... Take care of the bass destruction first.
1: Yeah, but it seemed like it was good. That was going to happen sooner than January 14th.
3: Dude. Well, I'm guessing that January 14th is when this uh, child is born.
1: No. Right? Because I figured out that that wasn't the same.
0: It, it's indeterminable. That's the problem. Right? Oh, okay. So the information that you have from the wall is that there is. A child has been prophesied to be born. Right. But that destruction would herald their arrival. So heralding usually means happen before. Mm-hmm. And so that means that there is going to be some sort of destruction.
1: Right before the child is born. So, yeah. So maybe we got to stop whatever is going to happen on
3: January 14th right. to stop the birth.
1: I don't know. I'm just telling you what I figured out.
3: And and we don't know exactly what the Great Destruction, how long the heralding will go on. and
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be a thousand years. I mean, the thing is, this time is irrelevant.
3: Thinking back real quick, when he showed us all those people dying, mm-hmm. was everybody from the expedition there?
0: Everyone was present that you remember... You sort of begin mentally like stepping back through and then you realize that there are a couple of things begin to bleed forward in your memory. There was definitely a, a, a blonde white man there who you believe is Carlisle or was. And then like as you step back through your own memory of what was shown to you, you don't you don't think that was Roger. You've seen photos of him before,
3: right? We've seen everybody, several photos of everybody on the expedition.
0: Yeah. And the other person who wasn't in that image was Jack Brady.
3: And the two were inseparable, as far as you're aware. Right. But we know that Jack Brady's alive. You have heard that Jack we Brady's heard. alive. we heard.
1: We don't know yet. I think that's the next, like, if we go to Kenya, was it Kenya?
3: No, Kenya's where uh, this they supposedly died.
2: Yeah, Jack. he was supposedly in Shanghai. Yeah. And if that wasn't Roger Carlisle, maybe Roger Carlisle is with Jack Brady.
1: Hold on. I, have a, I have a time. Okay, here we go.
7: Hey, Mike. The, yeah. as, the astrological formula for the time, how mm-hmm. specific was that? Was that down to a time of day? Yeah. Utilizing the time of day and the place, or and the and the date, mm-hmm. can I figure out where... On the Earth,
0: it would be. You would need a full-fledged map of the Earth to do that. And you'd probably need a mathematician.
7: Okay. But I'll write the idea down in my journal. Yeah. Oh, if only we knew one. Do <laughs> you we know nobody who knows numbers? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. just
0: don't know where he is. Right.
1: Yeah. So if we find Harvest, right? Is that, oh, I can't mm-hmm. read my own handwriting. It's Harvest. Um, he has said that Jack Brady is alive. Roger is also in Kenya there's all kinds of things that happen in Kenya so we had it I mean eventually we had it in Kenya
3: yeah um we also have a partial letter that we picked up in uh, Gavigan's mansion that basically that basically give us a lot of information that he might be uh Roger I mean not Roger but uh Jack Brady is very likely to be in Shanghai mmm so we've got two different sources telling us that they think Jack Brady's in Shanghai.
1: Well, that he's alive. The, well, one, the one just said that he's alive.
3: Right. But what I'm what I'm thinking is we probably want to talk to Jack Brady. Well, yeah. He will know far more of what's going on in the inner workings of the group, of uh, the Carlisle expedition, than we would. And... If the Brotherhood is still active, which we have no reason to believe they aren't, getting away from Africa for a while might be a good idea.
2: I agree. It's a little hot here right now.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't think even Kenya is close enough. It's far enough away. I'm sorry. Are are we not
5: making any efforts to further stamp them out here then?
3: I don't think so. I don't... they're going to be scared all over the place. They're going to have an easier time finding us than we will of handing them other than the um expedition.
1: Right, the we, other are, we already cut the head off the dragon.
3: Fighting the foot soldiers makes no sense. If you Right. Know what right. I what I mean, is. The only thing I would think about doing is going up to Omar's uh, estate and see if we can't get in there and break in and see if he's got any information. But that's the exact opposite direction we want to go.
5: Do we really think that eliminating these... Leaders is making a difference that we assume that it does because I mean with England even though Gavigan was dispatched we left a replacement there we imported a queen here what's to say that the, the, the people that we've eliminated are going to make a difference at all other than any immediate
1: so are you saying you're giving up?
5: no I'm saying we should be thorough
2: we're, never, we're not going to be able to get them on. There's way more of them than there are of us. Right. And if they've been deemed to be just
1: followers, they're not going to get any kind of favor to become a leader.
3: Yeah. I mean, and there might be people within the organization that are going to be vying with each other to uh, take over. So,
1: Right. If we do this in fast enough pace, they won't have time to recover.
5: We make a lot of assumptions about their potential incompetence, I guess is what I'm alluding to.
3: No, we're not making assertions to their competence. We're saying that anytime you destroy an organization from the top down, the uh, bottom layers fracture and splinter. And Alexandra isn't a follower of uh, the Black Pharaoh. She's a follower of Yig. So she is not going to do anything to help these people. She's going to be fighting them. It'll be another 10 years they're going to be fighting in the Cairo, the streets of Cairo, between Yig and uh, factions of the Black Pharaoh.
5: I don't know if we can make any assumptions about what she
4: is.
3: No, but we're not making assumptions.
4: We're acting from incomplete information. And we always will be. So we have to take action.
1: And- right. And if we stay here and just try and weed out every single brotherhood, we won't We won't do what we need to do before January 14th.
3: Right. We have, We are on a timeline.
5: So is it going to be China or Kenya?
3: I say we go to Shanghai.
2: I agree. And the trip to Shanghai will allow us to regroup and maybe do some healing that I'm sure and resting that we could all use.
5: Yeah. Okay. How do we want to get there?
3: I think we should probably get a ship. I agree. You must be out of it, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to go on another ship. Well, unless you know another way of getting to uh, China from Africa. Dock points east that way. (laughs) Yes,
2: We're not walking.
0: (laughs) So having a little experience in Port Said, you'd at least know that there would be boats there that would go. They would likely, there would probably be at least a, a few. I know of a ship captain
5: that I could contact. But I want to be honest with you, all of you. Uh, The last time we took a trip, it required me to exterminate a former British officer in his estate bedroom after strapping him upside down to a rack that he would use to restrain and torture the people he kept on his property as slaves and prisoners.
3: Okay, great. Uh, I don't even know why you're telling us that. I don't want to know. I...
5: Because we promised to be
3: honest, Jack. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is, if we want to go to China, why would would we leave Port Said? Isn't there a port on the... uh... Indian Ocean side.
0: How would you get there? You could take a train north through Damascus. You could probably take
3: a a couple of overland routes you could take to get to India. No, 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 no. Not get to India. The sea, the Indian Ocean. Yeah, you'd go through the uh, Suez, there were, you'd, you'd go through the... Right, I know, but why would we go all the way up to Port Said when we're down here? You would go there because there would be boats big enough I'm just, that aren't going to dock down there. On, okay. I, I I just figured that there was a, there were probably a major port somewhere along the um, sure. eastern shore.
0: I would just I, I would just put it out there that you're 30 miles from one of the most major ports okay. in the world, and that's Port Said. It would probably be
4: easier for us to find a low-profile ship at Port
0: Said.
1: Yeah. Right, and I wouldn't suggest contacting a a ship captain if he's going to ask you to murder people. I mean, unless you like doing that for fun.
3: Why don't we just take a ship to Shanghai?
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, we just get tickets on a ship and go to Shanghai.
2: I don't know why we have to, we don't have to be covert about this.
5: I look at Maeve. And I say, the young man he whipped to death that night had clearly been immersed in that life for the better better half of a decade. And his death was likely a mercy compared to his existence. And I took no small amount in pleasure in ending his existence.
3: Doc
7: has his bag. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) poor Saeed. Doc begins walking in the wrong direction.
0: (laughs) 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 This way, Doc. This way. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: right. No, we have camels. We have camels here, don't we?
0: Yeah. We <laughs> why are you, Why
2: are you walking? Well, get on the camel. <laughs>
0: on the camel, doctor. <laughs> uh, so you head by camel back north to Port Said. Um, you eventually do the smart thing, which is when you get back to the tram, you exchange the camels for tickets all the way to the port. Mm -hmm. So you can take the tram through Cairo, never stop, go directly to Port Said, pass through the Delta again. It probably comes to a couple of your minds that deep somewhere in that Nile Delta is a plantation house. And it's hard to know what might be there and what might not be there now. One thing is certain, Uh, the brotherhood here in Egypt has been severely diminished of power. And the tables and scales here in, in Cairo, especially, have been tilted. What becomes of that is anyone's guess. But getting back to the port that evening, you're able to find lodgings. And you'll have uh, an ability to, to, in the morning, hunt down a ship and begin making travel plans to Shanghai. And that is where we'll call Egypt to a close. With that said, we will see you next week.